216, a link to the past randomizer podcast where we do all the checks. Fear agent, I am not. I am your guest host for this week, Lumaga. Wait, wait, wait. Don't turn off the podcast just yet. Fear will be here momentarily to do the interview. I'm just filling in for a hot minute while Fear is still under the weather. Being sick, especially during the holidays, really sucks. And we all wish for Fear to get well soon. So let's go ahead and get started. Today, Fear Agent has Scary Olive on the show. Scary Olive has been around for a long time in the community, and in particular, the Francophone community. Fear sends his apologies to Scary Olive that he could not be here to give a proper introduction. I'm really excited to hear this interview. I want to learn more about Scary Olive and his background. Before all that, let's first look at some 216 community updates. The 216 weekly race happens every Saturday at noon Eastern. And while there will be no restream this Saturday, there will still be a race. The mode is not yet decided, but check out the Discord through the week for more updates. There's going to be a charity event that I'm excited to tell you about. Friend of the show, Ninjembro, will be running an AD Keys showcase at MAGFAST, which is the charity event associated with MAGFEST running in January. His showcase will take place on Friday, January 6th at 10 p.m. Eastern, and it will be supporting the charity Child's Play. Along with him, fellow friend of the show Danny Music will be commentating. This event really is for a great cause. So come join them and show your support Friday, January 6th, 10 p.m. Eastern. You can watch it online at twitch.tv slash magfast. There's also league playoffs going on. And both the Invitational and Open Leagues are headed into the conference semifinal round. In the Invitational bracket, the last match of round one finished up on Saturday with the Tile Roomies beating Last Locationeers in Game 5. What a series. This makes the conference semifinals turn out to be Pugs versus Tile Roomies, Triple Clown Fiesta versus the Eastern Skippers, Divine Beastie Boys versus WJPDTB and OK Dudes versus Don't Forget to Track Us. Fear had mentioned recently in an episode that Divine Beastie Boys and Beats from the East were having trouble getting game fives between them scheduled and played. And it looks like there was a resolution to that. Divine Beastie Boys comes away with the victory. Congratulations to Fear and his team for moving on. The open bracket still has a lot of mystery left to it. There's too many games left to be played to make an accurate prediction of who's going to play who. That should be sorted out within the next day or two. Check out the schedule. Check out the bracket at alttprleague.com. Aside from league, there is a lot of stuff happening in the community. And I don't have time to go through everything, but I do want to talk a little bit about the pilot spoiler tournament that's going on right now. I absolutely love this mode. It's really inconvenient to get a lot of pickup races for this mode. You need to have a good rapport with your pilot or your runner, and so do your opponents. And it has to be a convenient time for all four of you. So having a structured environment for this mode is really the way to play it. I'm really happy that this tournament exists. Normally this this mode normally this mode was only played during the league co-op weeks and so having this tournament 
kind of fills a hole in the community. A lot of people feel the same way I do. This is a great mode. I understand why the admins didn't include it in the league schedule this year, but I really hope to see it back next year. This is the second year for the tournament. There's a lot of players who have paired up here to make some really scary teams. Not the least of whom are the returning champions, Gamachu and Moogle Charm. They're back to defend their title. Personally, I'm having a lot of fun with my teammate, Josh Bittner. Win or lose, we're having a lot of fun. That's what it has to be about. If you're not having fun, why even bother with it? It has to start with fun. That's it for now. Let's get into this interview between Fear and Scary Olive. I'm excited to hear what they got to say, and I hope you are too. All right, Scary, super excited to have you on the show. Uh, Gamma told me I needed to get more like French speaking people on the uh, on, on the show, like there was not enough <laughs> representation. And uh, the first person I thought of was you. Uh, I'm a big fan of yours, a big fan of uh, who you are and, and what you've played uh, your part in the community. And uh, I love that you also have a meme that came out of the league. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, French community is uh, a big part of my uh, upbringing in this uh, random world, and uh, but also a lot of international community. So I'm glad to be the first one and I hope hopefully I'm not the last, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We definitely got to have more representation on the show. Uh, but I'm glad to have you on. So let's get kind of started with your history. First of all, you, you're, you're French speaking, but are, are you're, you're not in France, right? You're actually no, in no, Ca- no. Canada? I'm from yeah, Quebec, uh, Montreal. Uh, yeah. So, but you can still hear the French. I, some people think Montreal speak uh, French, uh, speak English. We do, uh, but uh, not uh, daily life, you know. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So what was it like growing up uh, in Montreal as a young kid? Did you play a lot of video games back then? Yeah, I mean, I was born with a controller in my hands. I think my grandfather had the NES. You know, I'm born in 1989. Uh, so there was a NES at my grandfather's house. And I, I, from apparently from age three, I was playing Mario Brother and finishing the game. I, may, I doubt it, okay? But uh, that's the that's the tale my mom. Yeah, in your memory, <laughs> of what you told you were beating that game, man. As a kid playing Super Mario Brothers, that original one was super hard. Yeah, 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 for sure. Probably what my mom says when she says I was beating it. I, I, maybe I was beating the first level, you know. But uh. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah. Moms like to exaggerate a little bit. My mom always yeah. thinks everything I do is wonderful. It's like ah, I don't know about that, mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I had that NES, and then we got it. Uh, at some point, we got it. Like he gave it to us, my grandfather. So then I, I would have like the Legend of Zelda and uh, Dog Hunt. Dog Hunt was like my favorite, but I had a problem mm. where, where like I'm very, I was very scared of the dog. So if I missed, <laughs> what? I was like, oh no, the dog, and he was laughing at me. I'm like, oh no, and then I had to run back, crying upstairs, Mama, the, the dog, the dog, and she had to go reset the game for me so I can start. Oh again. my gosh, that's so funny. I'm sorry not to laugh at you <laughs> as a child, but you were afraid of the cartoon dog and duck hunt, even though you loved the game. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so did you stick with Nintendo for a while? Then did, was that your, yeah, your primary yeah. source? Yeah. After that, I get. I guess I got like the. SNES pack at my like seventh birthday mm. uh, with A Link to the Past. You know, that was my oh, first yeah. game of SNES. I remember mm-hmm. getting it at Christmas. And, uh, you know, because uh, I was not speaking English at this time, so I couldn't play all the games like Final Fantasy where you kind of have to read the text and whatever. But A Link to the Past 
or Mario Bros. You can play those without any text. You just you know follow the the numbers. Sure. Um, so you were playing Link to the Past back in the day. Then you were, that was one of your yep. one of your go tos. I don't know if I finished it when I was a kid. Like I don't have this uh, memory, but uh, I know I was playing it all the time uh, with my friends and uh, alone. And it was uh, so that's a bit of the part where the nostalgia comes in for me. Like when I play mm-hmm. a randomizer, it's uh, it's my childhood game. <laughs> sure. Was that your favorite game on the NES, or was it something else? Was there another uh, dog that you're afraid of on the Super Nintendo? Yeah, on Super Nintendo, I guess I would say probably Diddy Kong, uh, Donkey Kong Country 2, the second oh. one. When, when that co- come out, I think I played that a lot, lot, lot. And eventually, when I started speaking a little bit of English, uh, Final Fantasy IV, uh, I was renting that all the time. Uh, mm. Strangely enough, I've never played a- any uh, Final Fantasy IV randomizer because... Um, my experience with like I think the Pastor Demiser is like it kind of ruined the game for me. Like I could I could never replay it uh I feel like uh, casually anymore. So mm. I I don't want to ruin another like great childhood game for me uh, as a, in the Final Fantasy 4. <laughs> sure. Why do why do you think it's ruined it for you though? Well, I mean, now I know the route. I can do it in less than uh, like 90 minutes. Uh I'll never be able to be like lost in it and wondering mm. where to go, you know? Sure. That, like, feeling of just playing the game and discovering it. Now it's like I, I know everything about it. Sure. There's no there's no exploration. There's no discovery. There's no. Yeah, uh, I still uh, I, I'm still happy. I, I spent all the time in the game because it's such a great, great game. But I feel like I've lost that aspect of, oh, I, I'm rediscovering it every time. Like I like to play all the games like Golden Sun. I'll I re- I'll I'll take it back every five years and play it again anew, and I don't I'll I don't remember the mechanics and uh, rediscover it every time. Maybe yes, I know a little bit about it more than the first time I played it, but uh, yeah. So I try to not do uh, too much speedruns because I feel like it ruins sure. my my nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, did you did you stay again with the Nintendo stuff as you grew older? Did you continue yeah, playing uh, games? And then it was uh, 64, GameCube. Uh, I was always Nintendo. I knew about the other consoles because uh, when the Final Fantasy VII uh, was on PlayStation, there, there was like a bit of a frustration for me. I couldn't play it and everybody was saying like, oh, it's the best one ever. Oh my God. But uh, I, my family was always like, okay, you can only have one console. So I, I stick with Nintendo. But when I started making my own money, like uh, mowing uh, grass, um, I bought myself, uh, I think, a PS2. And then uh, that's where I started uh, going uh, a bit away from Nintendo uh, around PS2, PS3. I still had the Wii, and uh, but now I had two consoles. So I was able mm-hmm. to explore a little bit outside of Nintendo. And then 2010 was when, uh, with StarCraft, uh, that was when... Uh, I started PC gaming, and now I've been mostly PC gaming uh, in my real uh, gaming life. StarCraft is what got you into to PC gaming, really? Yeah, well, the f- my father was a big uh, PC guy. Like, he loved computers early on. So in my house, when I was a, a kid, we had, like, seven PCs or something like that. Like, uh, And um, I, we had games for that. And one of the first one, uh, you know, Warcraft, uh, mm-hmm. StarCraft. Uh, they uh, and but it was not online yet uh, or a right. little bit but uh, uh, yeah I remember there was one summer where I broke my arm uh, at school and uh, I couldn't like go to play outside with my friends and go in the pool so 
and you can't when you have a broken arm you, it was my uh, i think it was my left arm so i could not like play uh, nintendo because you know that mm, holding the sure. controller is but but i could play starcraft with the uh, one hand on the mouse you know and mm. i could play uh, sim city and uh, the sims and diablo so that's the year i really discovered pc gaming but uh our PC, we had a lot of PCs, but they were not very strong. So for gaming later on, uh, until 2010, when I built my first dedicated PC with my uh, with my own money, that's when I started like uh, being a big PC gamer. Okay. So did you move on to like StarCraft II and uh, another like uh, MMOs after that? Yeah. Well, StarCraft II was like the a big discovery um, for like uh, competitiveness and. I just like started falling in love with like, oh, okay, you can like, uh, you can learn, you can get better. It's not very, you're not like playing a story. Yes, there's a story component, but, um, but I've never done MMO at this point because, uh, you mm. know, uh, MMOs, uh, like Warcraft, you have to pay like a subscription fee. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I've never liked the, the concept of uh, rentals, you know, like mm. I, I don't like Spotify. I don't like. Netflix, I can get behind because uh, it's like you rent movies anyways, but sure. I don't like uh, paying subscription for anything. And uh, so for me, World of Warcraft, I've never a choice, but, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, Starcraft was like, oh, that's amazing. Uh, I played hours and hours and tried to get better and better. I, I think I managed to get uh, from 2010 to 20, I guess I went Diamond League, which is not the best, but uh, maybe like uh, top 15%, I guess. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really know much about StarCraft. So you have to forgive me a little <laughs> bit on here. But was this sort of your introduction to competitive like online gaming then? Yeah, for sure. Before I I knew you could play a game online and versus each other like Age of Empire or even StarCraft 1, but the I've never seen like competition of oh, people are like there's a tournament going there and uh the the winner and oh people from korea are playing and oh my god you know and these uh friday nights uh, fight and uh, for me it was a big discovery and uh, mm-hmm. I, uh i'm a big competitive person i've always been like in my like uh, if i'm playing tennis with my friends i want to win so bad if i'm playing monopoly man if i lose i will i would flip the board and like i would i, I would <laughs> <laughs> i would have tantrums uh very competitive i don't know why it's always been like this uh-huh. Uh, even if we're playing playing Smash with our friends, I'm trying to win. If we're playing Mario Kart, I was always too much competitive for 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 my friends. And so when I discovered that I could be competitive, uh, like on my own terms, and be don't have any 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 need for that uh, with my friends, that was sure. a big uh, uh, yeah relief. <laughs> Did that help with your friend group then, like playing yeah, yeah, Mario yeah, Kart I, and stuff, so you don't have to be. <laughs> kind of a dick way yeah. to win <laughs> yeah. yeah when you start like playing starcraft and you're like okay this is really i really need skill and i really need to practice okay now it's friday night i'm drinking beer we're playing mario kart i i uh, it's it's uh I don't, or mario party i don't need to like win sure. I, I, we're just having a good time you know that my yeah. competitive uh, scratch is not there anymore sure which is funny because i mean we'll get to this with with rando but uh, I don't think of you as like a hyper competitive rando player. Not that you're not good or not competitive, but you so you're so chill when you're playing nowadays. Yeah, I I guess that's uh, uh, it was not always like that, but uh, maybe since 2020, I've been mm. very very more laid back. 
on uh, on my uh, trying tryarding of uh, Rendo. <laughs> sure. So Starcraft was your outlet to let your competitiveness out and not affect your social life. That's actually really really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that then introduce you to like streaming in the Twitch world? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Day nine, you know, it's the one of the main guy that uh, launched the Starcraft uh, broadcasting. He was the first commentator. I, I remember like I found out his YouTube videos, but now there was like a link to Ustream. That was like in 2010. Mm, and okay. you could watch the, the Day 9 Daily, which was like a, a school where he teaches you like how to play. Uh, you could watch it live every night. And then one day he said like, oh, Ustream uh, is not very good. We're moving to Justin.tv. I was like, what is that? Why? Like Ustream sounds so much better than Justin TV. That sounds like a, he's making money <laughs> right. or whatever. But then right. he was right. Justin TV was the becoming Twitch. And from there, you know, you could like, oh, there's not just this guy. You can watch all of the other guys. Oh, and eventually from the Team Liquid forums, which is uh, the um, like the forum for StarCraft, there was uh, one of the admins, Plexa, that he also did like uh, uh, speedrunning for Golden Sun, which Golden Sun is one of my... Uh, favorite games uh, on game like uh, in RPGs mm-hmm. and uh, so I discovered like oh there's you can watch also speedrunning on there and that's uh, opened the door to a, an all new world sure yeah once you discover the world of speedrunning it's like no going back right yeah 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 uh, I've, I've been a watcher for a long time before I ever dabbled like uh, I think I, I, watching Plexa then I discovered speedrun lives and so every night, like when I'm going to bed and I want to watch some something before I fall asleep, I would uh, go to Speedrun Live and just check at who's streaming. And then I would watch like Ocarina of, Ocarina of Time speedruns and uh, Wind Waker speedruns and all the Pokey. I loved Pokemon, uh, like uh, red and blue, no glitch speedrun, just the, the grind of the reset and reset and reset. And mm-hmm. the RNG for me was just like, oh, my God. I, Nowadays, I, that I know what it feels like to just have like four blue balls, I would never, I would never even try to 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 do one of those uh, crazy RNG <laughs> speedruns. But right, watching was like, oh, okay, that's that was so good, for sure. Yeah, yeah, like the world of speedrunning is is such a cool introduction. So you were in on Twitch before it was even Twitch through yeah. through watching your uh, those guys. That's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I wanted so bad to stream back then, you know, when in 2010, when I was doing StarCraft, I, wa- I was like, oh, I got to stream. I have the PC. But the problem was uh, I was still living at my parents' house and like Internet, uh, it was not unlimited. And uh, it was uh, not, uh, the, you know, I could not like start like uh, asking my parents like, oh, uh, can you up the bill of Internet? So just that I can stream. So until I... I, I got my own house and my own internet. Uh, well, that was when I could consider starting streaming. But at this point, uh, I was not playing StarCraft anymore. And I, there was just like my, this part of me I thought was over with. But little did I know later on, I, 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 w- I was going to be forced to do it. <laughs> sure, for sure. Uh, let me ask you this because of the language barrier that you talked about a little bit earlier with, uh, you know, some of the SNES games. Yeah. Do you remember when you started getting games that were you were able to play in in your native language? That was never uh, in Quebec. You know, mm. in France, in France, uh, 
Uh, apparently, there's a lot you can like. I know there's version of Link to the Past in French, but uh, for us, so actually that was a reason I became really good in English compared to uh, most of my uh, friends. Like in, in in first high school, first first year of high school, like I was kingpin. Like I was having 100% in all of my English because I had learned English to play video game. That's awesome. I That's have, like, so cool. At some point, you're, you like I was because with like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, you know these games. It's just mm -hmm. like uh, okay, now you have to like talk to people. So I would, mom, what does it say? What does it say? And even my mom is not very good in English. So at some point, I was like, okay, I have my dictionary here, and I was I would translate, and I got like pretty good at English. So and all my close friends from nowadays, like uh, that, I'm still very close with. Uh, We were all in like in high school together and we were all the kids that were very good in English because we played video games. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's yeah. <laughs> funny to think because like what you're saying in, in France, they had the option to have games translated. But I guess because you're in Canada, everyone yeah, just Canada, assumes you, you're going to be speaking English, right? I, yeah, I, that's yeah. the assumption. Yeah. I think uh, from the Wii, when the uh, Nintendo, like I think like Mario Galaxy, you could have it in French because it's disc based. From there, it's easy to switch and you make one worldwide release. But at this point, I didn't care. And, and now I I don't play games in French. I just and even like my Windows right now is in English because it's just more computer. It's all English, you know, I, mm. I, I watch movies in English now, too, because it, what's the point of watching a translation sure. when you speak the native language? Sure, sure, sure. That is cool that video games helped you learn a second language though i think that's awesome it helps you get better at school like who would have thought right like everyone's always like video games are bad for you especially like in their in the 90s <laughs> when parents yeah. are like stop playing video games so you're like mom i'm learning <laughs> but it that's was awesome. good in high school but then uh, when i at like it uh college i don't know cgep in in quebec i don't know what i think it's college after high school mm -hmm. uh, they made you like uh, pass a test before you get in there to see your level of uh, english and there's different classes for each level and i like a dumbass i thought oh i'm gonna show off i'm gonna like so i had like good grade <laughs> and then i was like in a class with all english native people and then we were like doing dissertations and like shit that you do in your french class but in english and that was like uh why did i just not pretend i'm bad at english and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have an easy grade <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> oh man so you're okay. So let's get back to the speed running. You're watching speed running. You're watching Twitch. You're playing Starcraft. When do you st first start streaming? You said when, when you got on your own. And was it was it specifically just the Starcraft stuff? So no, like um, after Starcraft, I played uh, Diablo three for a long, long time, and then I moved on to Overwatch, and then Earthstone. Uh, but I would not stream those, you know, if I play with my friend, I'm not streaming. And anyway, I didn't have any uh, thing to stream. So I, I would just play that, that, that. And I guess, uh, around like 2017, I, I was making a bit more money and I was living in my own place and I'm like, okay, I want to start streaming. Like, uh, so I bought like a Elgato streaming card. I bought a webcam, I bought a microphone and I started doing like, let's play of like, I think I did Final Fantasy 15 let's play. I did like two episodes on Twitch. I had nobody watching. Uh, and it was, I just felt like it was a poor experience. I was like, okay, it's boring to do a Let's Play when nobody's watching. And I just want to read the text and do my own thing. So I abandoned the idea of streaming, even though I had bought a bit of the material. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when I like uh, found out about 
I linked to the past randomizer. I was like, oh, but that's perfect. I already have like everything to stream. Like I, I, I won't have to be just like an emulator and a, and a tracker. Like most of people were at the time. I was like, oh, I could have my webcam. I could have like interactive stream. So that was just like a perfect storm. So what, how did you discover link to the past randomizer then? Yeah. Yeah. I, there's a, um, a stream, a, a streamer and a YouTuber called the card. I don't know if you do know him. He yeah. plays a su- super Mario maker. Yeah. And in, in, 2017, he uploaded like a tough seed video. And I'm like, what is tough seed? I click and it, hey, that's Zelda Link to the Past. That's cool. Hey, that's not supposed to be there. Oh, shit. Mm. So he plays just, it's not a race. He just plays it. Yeah. And I thought, that's amazing. I want to do that myself. Uh, so I think from there, I uh, figured out how to get a seed in my SNES Classic that oh, I got. Right. Uh, and uh I called my friends. I'm like, hey, Friday night, what do you do? Uh, I don't know. Okay, come to my house. We're going to like drink beers and we're going to play I Link to the Past, but randomized. What is that? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So we did like, a st- and I streamed that. I don't, I don't have it anymore, but we played a, a seed together. Nobody knew anything. It took us like 12 hours. We were drunk and it was great fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the best way to approach it, right? You're not. Yeah. Not doing a race. You're just there with your friends trying to figure out how the uh, hell the game is, is finished. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I didn't even know that there was race of that. Okay. So mm-hmm. I did that. And then I think, you know, I told you I was already often looking at speed uh, SRL. And then yeah. I saw that there was like speed gaming race. I'm like, oh, I, 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 I've played that uh, into the past. So now I watch the race. I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. Well, I wonder if I could try and then there was like the, I think the tipping point was the, like everybody, the Andy Crystals race. Mm. When I, because uh, I, I was a, a big fan of AGDQ since like 2014, I guess I, I, I would watch every time. And when that race, I was like, okay, I can't wait anymore. I have to start. So I think like uh, two weeks later, I was uh, starting my first SRL race. That's awesome. So that means you started actually racing in, in early 2018, just before. Before I got yeah. going. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I discovered in end of 2017, but the starting racing, I think was a start like January 2018. So how did those first races go? Did you, were you competitive? Did you, I was not unlike a lot of people, like I never practiced, like except the seed I did drunk with my friends. I started <laughs> racing right away. No practice, no whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Okay. If you look at my, I, I went earlier to look at uh, my first race. I finished in four hour 21. Uh, I was last. The guy before me was two hour 50. And like I my comment is first race. Master Sword Ganon is not easy, but doable. Next <laughs> yeah. time I won't be last. And of course I was last also the next time. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think a lot of people do offline uh, practice before they start racing. But you said, no, I'm going right in. I'm going right. I, I had watched a lot. Okay. I had, uh, mm-hmm. from the, at that point, maybe I'd watched for a month, like every night I would watch a race. So I knew all the things, but I've never done it. And you know, when you watch, you don't like, you don't look at execution so much as, Oh, that's like the routes. I was, I was sure. rot in my head, but no execution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And master sword Ganon for your first, for your first seed is not, uh, yeah. not easy. I don't, I, I don't even remember like how long I spent there. Maybe, maybe like I spent one hour doing that. I don't know. I have no idea, but uh, yeah, I, I went straight in and uh, it took me like uh, maybe three months to get like to sub two consistently. 
Sure. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. How was those though that that for those first early experiences? Were you uh, finding like a community within the uh, link to the past uh, randomizer crews? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, okay, so I think you mentioned that, but that's true. That the way that it worked this time, like everybody was streaming the same seed, and the one that would finish earlier, usually, I think, usually they would raid the people still racing that seed. And so when you were the like the the, the worst, <laughs> like me, <laughs> I would get like the you know tickle down, tickle down. T- I, I would get like raid, raid, raid because I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not finished yet, and. And the people with uh, that I've finished, they would stay in your chat and like, oh, haha, yeah, it took me a hard time to find this and whatever. And uh, so eventually, like, uh, I think uh, uh, Ultima, Chizame, Oase, Doomtap, they were people that uh, we would every night, like, raid each other. Uh, and uh, eventually we, we started, like, uh, getting in the Discord together. Mm, okay. A lot of those names aren't actually racing anymore. Like, yeah, I haven't seen yeah. Chisame in, in I don't know how long. Yeah, Chisame is retired, uh, I think, for two years. Uh, yeah. But we still talk on Discord, you know. Uh, uh, we spend so much time together uh, uh, just uh, from the early years that uh, we're still friends, you know. Uh, That's awesome. I, yeah, I met him even, so. <laughs> we were oh, did you really? That's cool. Yeah. Well, Chisame was my first league teammate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been that long. Um, so... Did you start trying to enter tournaments or was it more of just like a casual pickup race sort of thing that you were doing early on? Oh, no, I, I was like all in. Like when I started racing a randomizer, it like consumed me uh, within my soul. And it was all I was thinking. <laughs> I was dreaming about it. I w- when I was at work, I would be playing like the the simulator that uh, Kiang made. Mm-hmm. I would I would be like so. And we were talking in Discord, like oh, all the drama, all the all the this, all the that. And so when there's a tournament, I'm in. And especially the first tournament, the spring tournament, that's uh, the, the big one. Like it's 500 people, Swiss. Mm-hmm. There was a real car in there. The, the guy that I first saw uh, the, the video upload and that made me start Rendo. He, he was playing. So I was like, oh, there's a, maybe there's a chance I will be paired against him, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wanted so bad to play in that tournament. And I... Actually, did pretty well. I went on to the. Uh, I made it out of the of the of the, um, the, the Swiss, Swiss round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on my first time, I did not expect that, but uh, that's that was awesome. Like, yeah, that was really like, oh wait, maybe I'm not that bad. <laughs> okay, yeah, but hold on. You just said Ryukar was in the tournament. Yeah, Rental Bear was in that tournament. How did I not know this? <laughs> this is the first. I had no idea Ryukar ever raced. Link to the yeah. past randomizer. Whoa. I, he never raced like I've never seen him like in a SRL race, but uh, he was in the tournament. I don't know who convinced him what happened, but uh, I don't think he was streaming it uh, on his main, but he was there and I don't know sure. how he did. I, I at that point, I was just like, that was not like my main thing. To, oh, I want to play him, but uh, sure. I knew he was there and I was hoping I, I could get to him, you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember because I got into streaming watching streamers do Mario maker one. That was like, yeah. that was kind of my introduction to streaming and it was like him and grand Pooh bear and a couple others where I'm like, Oh, this is, this is super cool. 
Yeah. Um, but I, I do remember him running a couple of different seeds, like just on his own casually, but I had no idea he was ever racing at all. That's, uh, I that think even on. recently he did on his uh, second channel, he has a second channel and he did like a few rando for a while. And, uh, also like, um, a lot of randomizer, like final fantasy and uh, super Mario RPG, but I don't think he's ever like been on uh, SRL or race time or any sure. ever since. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, that just, I learned something new after how many years of being in the community. <laughs> That's so funny. So you did well in that first tournament. You continue on. You end up joining the league in season one with a team that's one of the few teams that have been around since season one. Yeah. Two Pearl, Two Furious. That's you. That first year was you, Trinex, and Ultima. Ultima. Yeah. So tell me but about league, that experience. League was not even like after after the, the the first tournament. There was you don't know about this because you're, you're not in the French tournament. But that's when I discovered about French community. Mm, okay. So for me, right after the first tournament, the first thing that happened after that in August 2018, French tournament, and that was another mind blown experience for me because I'm like, wait, you're telling me there's like a dedicated server with French people in there, and and so. That's where I discovered like Ninban speak French. Oh, Raiwek. Uh, I didn't even know who he was. And, and we did that tournament. Yeah. So at this point, was the French community pretty small? Or was yeah, there already yeah, the a first, decent amount? First tournament is, was 32 players. Uh, and that was, if you count Quebec and France. Mm, okay. Okay. And there, there were people like, uh, you know, Banta, Lin Lin Lin, uh, Ashden mm-hmm. was there the first year. A lot of uh, great people. I didn't do very well. I got, I, I, I got beat by Pryor in the first tournament, but uh, yeah, I, actually I did pretty well. I went to, I think, quarterfinals, which like I was playing for le- less than six months. And those names that you just dropped, those aren't just like names of of just some randos. Those are like really good runners in the community. Yeah, yeah. but at French. that point, like, you know, they were, nobody was as good as they eventually became, you know? Sure, that's true. I beat Ninban in that first time, and now, nowadays he would beat me. But Nate, nowadays he doesn't play so much, but uh, for a long time he was better than me. After that, Lin I think I was really... Better than Lin uh, the first tournament and maybe the second, but after that, he... The, he had like his major role and went on to win a lot of tournaments. Uh, and so, yeah, the French uh, community uh, was a big discovery. And that's when I kind of started like a bit um, getting a bit out of the international community because like you st- sort of suddenly you start having like French people in your Twitch and like, oh, I have to street like speak in French in my Twitch. But when I speak French in my Twitch now, the people that I had, the followers that I have gotten for like the, fa- the first six months, they all speak English. They come to my stream. Oh, we speak French now. Okay. So I had like a, a big turnover. And, but that, that was cool because it's, it's such a small community and the people, they all like in Quebec for the Quebec part, it's all in the same area. So it's very easy to do meetups. Mm. Uh, what you can't really do in international community or you can do like with SG live or Sure. But it's like you have to travel a long distance here. I could just pick my my car and go see uh, Iwick, you know, mm-hmm. so that is awesome. That's something that I haven't really experienced. Like there is a couple of runners here in the Pacific Northwest, but it's not a lot. And the, and Washington's pre- pretty spread out as well. So, yeah, uh, you know, meeting up with people isn't as easy. But uh, the French community has grown a lot in the last 
couple of years as well. Um, ha- have you seen that growth? Of course, of course. Like, uh, I-, I think the second tournament was already like bigger, 50 people. And then the, yeah, I think it, it reached to about 60 uh, one year. And now I think it's a bit uh, shrinking because a lot of people are not playing anymore. But the, the, uh, it, it kept growing and uh, the people, you know, they, they get very good. Uh, la- last tournament that just finished uh, this year, uh, a lot of like names that you would not think like the, uh, the winner, he did a perfect, like almost perfect tournament. He lost one match in all the Alex Jazz, he lost only mm-hmm. one match. And this guy is really good. And, uh, you know, but it's not like one of the old school guys. So it's fun, sure. fun, fun to see like, uh, like uh, Dricky also, uh, mm-hmm. it was fun to see the, the new names uh, coming out and having like the, the energy that we once had, you know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Just give them time, right? Yeah. <laughs> this game will beat you down <laughs> over time. So you're you're in the thick of the community, and it sounds like from what you're saying, when you're in it, you're like super in it. It's consuming all of yeah. your spare time. Yeah. So uh, in that first, uh, I guess within the next year, the uh, the council gets started, and I believe you were on the first term, right? No, I was on second term. The second term. Okay. Yeah. I thought I had a good chance to get on the first term. I applied because I had created the Cross Keys tournament uh, and I was a part of the French community. So I thought like, yeah, I have a good resume, but uh, Raiwek got the French spot uh, for the first uh, console term. Uh, but I think he really disliked it. And uh, I think he recommended uh, me for the second term. And I think I got in on second term and I think I stayed three terms. I think I was okay. with you uh, for a little while. Yeah, I think that I was on the first two, I think. So yeah. I, I remember there being some crossover. I'm going to get back to the council, but you mentioned that you helped create the the cross keys tournament. Yeah, well, that was like, you know, when fall, like, I think the, the expression is uh, falling, uh, falling into success. Like, uh, just <laughs> I stumble upon it and suddenly I'm doing it, you know, because mm-hmm. that was not my main, that was not my, my, my idea. I was... Never really good at cross keys. I, I liked the mode. I think it's really fun. But um, uh, previously mentioned Ultima was the, the guy that thought about, okay, making a, a tournament. And he took all the first generation admins uh, in a, like, a room, like Jay Copper, uh, Amazing and for us, Walter, Alazun, me. And he says, okay, let's do a, a cross key tournament. And he announced it. We're doing a cross key tournament. But nobody did anything. It was just like, yeah, we should really do this. I hope we do this. And, you know, <laughs> I'm, that's not the kind of person. Like, at some point, I'm like, okay, we, we've announced that we're going to do it. We should do it. So I started working on it. On, and I created the Discord. And I made the structure. I, and everybody was like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do it. Okay. And eventually, I, like, I made up the tournament, basically, the first year, I would say I was pretty much uh, on my own uh, for like pushing forward. But I like, of course, everybody ended up helping and uh, for the rules. I'm not, I was not good to know what is a good rule, but like, oh, the Jacobper or Amazing is good for that. Oh, but you need, everybody needs like pushing in the right direction because on their sure. own, they would not do it. So 
Uh, eventually, we'd end up uh, doing it, and with uh, also uh, Tresco from um, uh, GSR. Zelda Speedruns. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. the first time a tournament was not on uh, speed gaming. So, and uh, it was a, it's a, it was a learning experience. Uh, you know, it's because I don't know what it's like to do a tournament with, like, if I was admin with all my friends versus mm -hmm. this, I did not choose any of the people that were admins with me. Uh, but I thought it was a good thing because um, it was a lot of uh, varied opinion. You know, some people I would uh, have different opinion with, but okay, we can talk it out and find the best uh, thing. But I was not prepared for all the drama, uh, just being an admin of a tournament uh, bring to your life, you know, and so it was a really eye opener. <laughs> sure. Well, also, cross keys at the time, like now it's the, one of the biggest modes, you know, the tournament has a million people in it. And everyone plays it, but cross keys was kind of newish, and there was uh, it was definitely a, a smaller subset of the community that was like into cross keys. So I don't think the tournament that first time was very big, was it? But what, like sixty players, maybe? Yeah, I think it was seventy players, and we did like the it. It was forever. We we didn't think through much of the things. We were like, oh, let's do double elimination because. Uh, single elimination is, is it's not good oh and let's let's do best of trees because you know you don't want to lose up so it's just like i think it's been it was like eight months tournament it was a uh, correct ended up winning that one uh but yeah it it was like a very uh long and arduous tournament and um it was not super popular and we really saw the boom i think uh after the ladder started the putting cross keys and everything like uh, the second year that's where we were not expecting that much people. We we're like, oh, we had like 70 people first year. Okay, uh, let's uh, prepare like a format for about maybe 80 per people. And then it was like 160. We're like, okay, okay, what do we do? What do we do? Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a lot of work, man. So yeah. you talked about some of the headaches about uh, admin in a tournament. Was it the players? Was it just the time that it took? What were some of the headaches that, that you ran into? Well, there was, you know, the uh, first of all, okay, the delay. Do you put delay? Some people mm. want it, some people don't want it. And now, okay, you decide we're gonna put it. Now you get like all these people because nowadays people I think are more tolerant. Uh, but back in the day, the everything was a uh, drama fuel. You know, everything was like up for a conversation, and uh, it was forever. So I remember all these things and we had like, there was the cheating accusations that we had to look for and then mm. cheating accusation that we were maybe mishandled internally. And then that created like storms inside the admin team and all of these things is just like, oh, and I had like no um, friend support there. This was just like, uh, I mean, I ended up being friend with uh, some of the admins in the, in the group, but it was just like, okay. Uh, uh, and I got into fights with like Tresco because like I was very strongly uh, about the fact that French community should be able to restream some match on speed gaming French. But it was like, oh, no, you know, uh, speed gaming French is speed gaming and I'm Zelda speedrun. And I said, dude, I like pushed for all this tournament. I made so much work and you told me I could do it. And then you said I and he decided I couldn't. And I was very angry, but now eventually was able to. Uh, Put it because there's no competition there's no french zelda speedrun you know so ended mm -hmm. up everything ended up fine but there sure. was a lot of uh time investment and emotional investment that uh i i'm just not uh cut for you know 
Right. I mean, first you're just playing a game, right? Like you're consumed with the game because it's a lot of fun. There's nostalgia. It's brand new. Now you're turning it into to work, right? Yeah, exactly. And you're not getting paid. Uh, you're just volunteering your time. It's stressful because there's there is so much drama and there's people involved and everyone's got yeah. opinions. And it's so hard to just like keep it from from exploding. Yeah. Like I was talking with my friends like in real life here about some of the like I was like going Friday night drinking a beer and I was like, oh, you guys, uh, this happened and this happened and this person said that. And they're like, you, you, you know, like this really sounds like, uh, you know, um, like what's before high school uh, in, in English? Uh, like uh, junior high or middle junior school? Junior high. Like th that looks like junior high drama right there. Like it's uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's so yeah. ridiculous. Like you're like getting uh, so uh, emotional about all of this. But I'm like, I, I know, but... <laughs> maybe but you're also like invested, a, right? You're invested. Yeah. You put your time in. So yeah. Exactly. For sure. So, so uh, compounding that and uh, the I was admin uh, in the French uh, community for like, I think, three seasons plus a console at some point i just had too much you know yeah you burned uh, yourself out right yeah it's just like okay uh, i need to take a step back on my uh admining stuff and so that's why i i tried to leave the cross keys tournament admin for the third year but then i ended up getting uh i said okay i'm gonna do it one last year and then we started like getting new people in there and i've and after, and that year uh, it was more a community uh, like I, I I took a step back and let uh, you know Alazun and uh, Walter and Lin 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 do some work and then the next year I, I was in peace with leaving and they they were they did great this year and there was new people in there and I wish them the best and same for the French tournament I was like okay you know I I think you guys are good in good hands and console uh, console was also uh, the same. Uh, I was, uh, I was council leader for two terms mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, that's my last and, uh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Tell me a little bit about your experience on the council then was like, was it some of the same stressful stuff? Yes. Cause, uh, I'm, I'm not the kind of guy that, uh, if I'm like, I'm in the council, I will express my opinion and I will, you know, I will do my, my duty as a councilman, but, uh, so I was very opinionated and very, I was always trying to push forward things. And uh, I, I would clash with uh, some uh, other members of the council, but it, it was friendly. It mm -hmm. was, uh, it was not like, a, but, but the, I, there was a lot of, uh, of that. And I don't like cheating, uh, you know, doing cheating review and stuff. It, I had to ban two people uh when i was on the console one from the french tournament and also one that happened on the cross keys tournament so that was like um, i i had to um bring forth and uh whatever mm -hmm. so i really disliked that what i what i kind of liked was the uh, glitch reviews this i thought right. was fun especially the the best one was um when icebreaker and um diver down got found mm -hmm. because that was a precedent like before that we always just followed what NMG do, mm -hmm. but this time it was like, wait, okay, uh, this is Rando. This is not NMG, and maybe yeah, they decided not to use them. They have their reason, but what's best for Rando? And this was like a, a, a fun week because it started out, I, you know, when you vote for in the council. I don't know if it's the same nowadays, but 
like the vote starts and everybody votes with emotes and you can see like the, on the first day what it's going to be and people have one week they, you can change your mind and i think the first day of uh icebreaker and uh that down it was like not gonna pass and I, I think i even voted no on the first day and then but it, there was still a continuation of talk and i think we saw that hey you know it's great because it it it, it makes you make different decision uh and you know what's the what's the downside here like right. the, i, I was so and it eventually like at the last day i think there was the the swing vote and it ended up passing and i think nowadays it, it's pretty i don't think nobody's like saying oh i regret that it, these glitch were accepted you know sure yeah i think i might have been on the council then for for those two reviews i think i think so yeah 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 i th i do think that they are both good additions to the uh to the yeah. glitches or loud glitches I, I i remember also being back and forth like you know like too yeah. many glitches but whatever uh so yeah so basically what i've learned from you scary is you are very similar to me of where you get involved in something and it consumes you and you're very passionate and you do all that you can to help with whatever you know makes yeah. it possible right like that I'm not i, I can relate to, to that yeah i'm not one to stay there and just watch things not happen i want right. okay i'll get my end ready i'll do what must be done and maybe at some point it cost me uh like i i <laughs> i lose the fun of it yeah yep and uh, yep. but i know when to take take a step back you know sure sure so coming back to the league and this is kind of one of the, I guess, controversial things. Uh, you have a two pro two furious, my favorite team name that season. And for, I mean, that's just a, a great name. Yeah. Uh, you Trinex and Ultima, you play that season out. Ultima, one of your teammates ends up getting banned. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, uh, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough out, right? Like, yeah, especially I didn't, uh, I didn't take that, that ban uh, very well as a personally, because I, I believed him. He was my friend. He, and to this day, he never uh, said, he never said like, oh yeah, I did it. Ha ha. And mm -hmm. I always, I always thought that the, it was not enough evidence. Like I've, I've read the files, I, but it's my personal opinion. So for, sure, I sure, was sure. like, uh, do I want to keep playing? You know? Uh, but at some point I was like, you know what? Uh, League is for fun because that I, from the first season that was like, I, if I remember Genesis, it was like, Hey, because we just went through all these tournaments, tournaments, tournaments. Okay, let's do like something for fun, teams, co-op modes. What? So we were like, okay, this one I want to keep. So we decided, okay, let's keep for second season. And that was the right decision because to this day, it's the, my favorite tournament uh, every year. And uh, now I don't do like, I don't, I don't think I've done any like uh, major international tournament since like the 2019 one. Mm hmm. I've decided like to go laid back on tournaments because I had like, like playing and it's way too much. And also with the admins and stuff. So nowadays I decided I'm only going to do French tournament and the league. Yeah. What, what is it? The casualness of the league or the fact that you're doing it with friends? Is that what kind of, yeah, to it? yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't have to take it as seriously as like, if I'm, cause I've always hated like, qualifiers okay i can't mm -hmm. do a qualifier i i hate it i i don't like the stress of like oh i have to uh you know when the first person finish i have to oh what's my time whenever or 
look at the people that are playing that day. I'm like, oh, okay, there's too much good people. I'm not going to play this one. I'm going to wait for another, you know? I was mm -hmm. media gaming in my head too much. Mm -hmm. So, I, and at some point, like, I know I've, I'm never going to be the the greatest thing to the past player. I've, like, I've seen, like, the people I've, um, I've started playing with, you know, Oase and Doomtap, very early on, they decided, like, oh, we're not going to do so much rando. We're, we're, we're more NMG. And I saw, like, them getting really, really good at, like, you know, a Doomtap, I think, is, like, fourth currently on World Leaderboard. Mm -hmm. And it was a top 20. And we started playing at the same time. And me, I can't even get a sub 90. And <laughs> it's just... And mm -hmm. so I've talked to them a lot, you know. Hey, what's... Uh, how do you... How did you do it? And what... And I, I know what I would need to do. And I just... That it's not me. Me, I'm a grinder. I play the game. And I will get slowly better because I play so much. And mm -hmm. sometime I will see a mistake that I can... But I'm not, like, gonna grind rooms and... Uh, I, I just can't. So, so I've, I've, and when Doomtap came back in 2019, I think, to do the tournament and he get like third place, I'm like, what a minute. Wait, what? You stopped playing <laughs> Rando two years ago. You're just doing NMG and now you come back in Rando and, uh, <laughs> and you can get like third place. So that's really put <laughs> like, okay, I'm never going to be, uh, I, I have no, never any hope to win at Rando. And that's, that was fine with me. Because sure. it's just, I don't have it in me and uh, I prefer to do something else uh, and practice differently. Mm -hmm. And so let me ask you this before we move on. You, you were able to team up with Trinex and Ultima, but those guys you were hanging out with at the time, like actual yeah. friends. Yeah, actual friends. Even Trinex, I met him also in real life. Uh, he came to Montreal and uh, we, uh, we got a beer and we, <laughs> we played A Link to the Past in a, in a bar and we, we even got like a free shooter because the waitress, she was like, you guys just came in, in here like uh, an hour ago and now you're like at Skullwoods? We're like, yeah. We're, <laughs> she was like, you guys are so crazy. And she brought us like shooters for us and we had like a post in the, on, on the bar's <laughs> Facebook uh, page. And <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, they were my friends and it was uh, also, it's like, even like the reason I like to do the league is like, it's the, a, a way to keep with them. Uh, these days we don't play as much as like, because in those days we would like do every Friday night, like a voice call race and always talking. Nowadays, even though we're in the, in the same discord still, uh, we don't talk daily. So the, the league is like the season of the year where, oh, we keep, uh, keep in touch, you know? Okay. So let me ask you this. The league got more competitive. It, it's become yeah. less casual. Of course, you can do whatever you want. You can make the league whatever you want, but it is more competitive now with the open and the invitational. Uh, you've been in the invitational since it's been around season five, things don't go your way. Uh, two pro two fierce is now relegated to the open. Does that mean we're going to see two pro two fierce back together again in the open? As far as I've talked uh, with the guys uh, so far, we decide, yeah, we will probably be there next year in open. Uh, I mean, for us, it doesn't really change anything. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we'll get more wins, but um for us it's all about just uh you know me when i play with trinix we we get a beer and uh we drink the beer while we do the race and uh, you know when i'm with oase like you know the, the famous uh race that we did the beam where uh i was so bad at uh the co-op uh, <laughs> right the uh, spoiler, the, spoiler yeah spoiler co-op pilot you're the pilot you can see yeah. when you when you watch this clip uh you can see the our team um, energy, which is like, oh, as could have been very mad that he just, because he was very hype about this race. Like we were playing ND, okay? He was racing mm -hmm. ND and in his mind, 
was he's like, I can beat Andy easy on execution. I've got a better NMG time than him. So it's going to be like a big moment for me. I'm going to show everybody my skill. And here I am like, oh, sorry, I misread like pendant. <laughs> and he was just <laughs> laughing like it, it was yeah. not the end of the world. And, you know, I, I could have understood if he was like very, very upset about it. But no, we, we're just <laughs> we're just playing for our fun. And uh, if it, it's competitive, like I would not play Rendo if it was not competitive, but I'm not competitive enough to be upset if I if I lose. Sure. I think that's a great outlook for it. But that moment, that moment in that race is classic. Season two, like you said, <laughs> you're racing against Andy. You're the pilot. Oase is doing, doing the, the playing the game. You send yeah. him to the, like, with Skull Woods, or it's like, it turns out it was like a pendant or something. I, I and send then you him just, to. You have the cam on you, because most, most pilots don't stream, right? Most pilots <laughs> are just behind the scenes. But yeah. not you, Scary. You actually show exactly what you're doing. You got your, your notes up. You got your cam up. And it's it's classic. I think it's even an emote in the in the league discord. Yeah, I always like to uh, even when we're doing co-op races like Tranix will have like a stream with clean audio for your stream. And I, I will have like the shit show of us trying to uh, communicate because what's fun and stupid is like our team. It's Tranix speaks English from USA. Oase is Spanish from Ecuador. I'm French from Canada. So the tr and it's all co-op <laughs> modes and talking. And so there's always <laughs> miscommunications. Yeah. <laughs> We're not. And uh, yeah, for me, it was like uh, Swamp Palace is S-P, Skullwood, S-W. And for me, like, um, I always mixed up those two because of is they start with S. So I, I yeah, because Swamp, <laughs> sure. the first two letters of Swamp is S-W, like Skullwoods. So yeah. I see, I, I wrote SW for Swamp, but uh, for Skull Woods, but I, when I told him, I, I told him uh, Swamp. So he went in Swamp and uh, <laughs> we figured out uh, when he got dependent that uh, we were not going to win that. Race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was excellent. Uh, you also have one of my favorite moments from this past season is when you played Gamachu on stream. Yeah. Uh, on the restream. <laughs> and apparently you guys made a deal to make a sandwich after you find the hammer. Was that, is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Ah. So you, you have a deal. So we're watching on stream. I think, <laughs> I think Gamma Chu goes, gets it first. I can't remember, but he like pauses and everybody's like, what's going on? Cause he just stops playing after he gets the hammer in Eastern palace. Then you being who you are, scary, have a cam and mic and everything <laughs> ready to show us how, how to make a sandwich. So I really think you won that race because one, your sandwich sounded and looked way better. I think Gamachu had ketchup on his sandwich. I had which toasted is bread and bacon. I always even made a, a, a clamato with vodka. I was all, <laughs> it was deluxe, and I still made it faster than him. But I think maybe my kitchen is nearer to my computer. <laughs> so how did that come about? Like, how did you guys even agree to do something like well, that? Well. I, for some reason, Gamachu likes to uh, be in my chat uh, because I don't know, we're old schoolers. Uh, and uh, you know me, if, uh, if you are, you've been in the community for a long time, you know that like sometime at 2 a.m. sometime you'll see like a scary relief ping like, hey, guys, let's race. And sometimes I'm not uh, exactly sober at these moments. <laughs> uh, I like, I, for some reason, when, I'm, when I get home from a party and I'm still a little bit energetic, the one thing I want to do is race, which is so stupid because 
uh, getting drunk and playing uh, speedrunning and uh, randomizer is never a good idea. But I do it. And one time I was doing it, I think it was even a ladder race. And I was really, really far in my alcoholic uh, situation. And Gabachu <laughs> was watching. And I was like doing poorly. It was a swordless, swordless ladder. And I think, and uh, I said, you know what? I'm hungry. I don't care about this race, so I'm going to go do myself a sandwich. And so I, I didn't like forfeit and do a sandwich. I stopped the game and went make my sandwich. And you can you can see it on the stream because my camera is not that far. And Gamachu and Falcon from they were they were like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And I eventually <laughs> even won the race because uh, I, the, the opponent forfeited and I didn't. <laughs> and so it was like, OK, that's legendary. You won a race where yep. you like took a five minute break to go make a sandwich. <laughs> and awesome. so when we were paired uh, this uh, this year in the league, uh, Gamachu was like, hey, are you going to make a sandwich this time again? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm not opposed to it. I love sandwiches uh, if if but because it's like I'm already going to lose to you. So I don't want to like lose by five minutes more because I took a sandwich break. So I, I'm going to do it if you do it. OK, OK, he was he was up to it. So so we just decided, like, let's do armor because uh, that's we're guaranteed to get that, like not that far in the seed. And uh, it also like rhymed with the uh, am. That was a, there was a little nice fun in there. It was great, man. I loved it. It was so fun. I, I love that sort of like you're competitive, right? Like we've established that you're competitive, but really you just want to have a good time. And I, and I totally respect that. And I really appreciate that. You, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So what, what was the breaking point? Because there was a time where you were everywhere. As you mentioned, you were involved in so many different things. You had your, your, your hands in all the different pots. Uh, but then you were just gone and you obviously you needed to take a break because you burnt yourself out. But what was that? What was that breaking point And how was the time away? I think it was right after the I, when I left the console and I think it was right after like SG Live 2020. Mm. Uh, I think I just decided, you know what? I've been playing this for so long. I've like neglected so many other things like if we if we're just staying in the gaming room like there was a lot of game i have not been playing because i've just been grinding it into the past and like just with my friends sometimes i would like oh sorry i can't come this saturday night because it's the only time i can play this uh, french person uh or this you know i have got to practice or so i just like i thought you know uh i need like a time off i need to to play some other games uh and do more stuff with my real friends. And uh, that's what I did. And um, I managed to stay away from rent. I thought when I did that, I didn't think like it's going to be a break. I thought I'm out forever. Goodbye. That's over. I left all the discords. Mm. You know, I was in a, in a discord, uh, a lot of discord. I left everywhere. I just disappeared. And I don't I don't I didn't even cross my mind to play rendo for like probably a good eight months. But then I got a ping from the French tournament saying, hey, uh, we're doing a new tournament. Uh, it could be cool if you join. And I was like, ah, you know, I haven't played in a long time. French tournament. Uh, they're cool people. I'm going to just take it easy. And I joined back for that. And but, well, because I joined back for the tournament. Well, maybe I'll join back the ladder to practice. Oh, maybe I'll join some pickup race. Oh, maybe. So I, <laughs> I, yeah, I got sucked in back again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then 
the conversation came with uh, trying to say hey, we could do the the league because I think uh, it this year we were not supposed to play the league. Like uh, it was pretty clear that me and Oazi had stopped playing. So, but then when I think Trinex saw that I came back for French tournament, it was like, oh, we could do a league again. And we did. So, and now it's the same. I, I finished the league. I finished French tournament. I've, I'm done with Rando for until next French tournament. That's the, the way I see it. I think that's a good balance, right? I feel like you're enjoying yourself more. You're playing the games that. Yeah. yeah now uh, I have time. Like, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm playing Octopath Traveler these days. I'm playing guitar. I'm reading books. I'm going on dates. I got to find a girlfriend, you know, <laughs> it's hard to find a girlfriend when you're yeah. playing as Super Nintendo. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking the time and uh, I'm having fun. And uh, but I don't think I'll ever be able to like n just never play it, you know. Sure. So I like I like having like a maybe like a three to four months that I'll play it every year. And maybe because I don't play as much, I'll never be as good as maybe like in the start when I like the best I did, I think, was 20. 19 i got like uh, top 64 in mm -hmm. international so uh I'll, I'll never be even close to that but I'll, i still enjoy it and i i can't like put it away <laughs> right and i think trinex summed it up best when he's like i don't want to play in the league playoffs i want to play the seven weeks i don't care that we don't make the playoffs yeah. i actually just like the seven weeks because you know you got you play at most you know five games over seven weeks or whatever it is yeah. and that makes it perfect. Well, me, I've been a maybe uh, I've I've wanted to do this, the the playoff for the the league. Not this year. This year, I knew we were. I knew from the start we were like very favorites to be relegated. But you know, the year pre pri previous year, I always try our best, and I would have loved sure. it if we even do the the playoff. But sure. Trinex maybe he doesn't want to do it. But we're never we never like a true to not do the playoff. Right? Yeah, it well, just he, never he's happened. Not, he's not tanking. He's not tanking the, yeah, the yeah, games. Yeah. But he's okay. <laughs> he's been and when we had him on the show, he's okay not making the playoffs. That seven weeks is perfect for him, and it yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah. it works for you pretty well too. All right, we've hit the hour mark, uh, Scary All. So I'm going to ask you the uh, the question that I ask everyone, and it's tilt. How do you handle tilt, whether it's in the middle of the race or at the end of the race or uh, even with a different game? What's your yeah. approach to handling tilt? Yeah, my, um, you know, I told you I was like very uh, competitive and I would like flip uh, at Monopoly and whatever. <laughs> and uh, I remember early in my life, I was uh, playing Golden Sun, a game I mentioned uh, multiple times tonight. And uh, I was playing and I was trying to beat the boss and I couldn't do it. And I was like raging. And my mother told me, just stop trying, close the game, come back tomorrow. And I did that. And the next day I picked it up and I finished for a first try. So I thought, OK, OK, there's something there, you know, maybe when you're too invested and it's like uh, making you like uh, feel emotion that you don't want, just uh, let it go. And forget mm. about it and start again the next day on a clean slate. And so that's yeah. how I've been, you know, when I do ladder race or a pickup race or whatever, and I get tilted because I never get tilted from other people action. Like I never get tilted like, oh, this other guy had a better rod than me. I get tilted like when I make a gamble and it doesn't pay. And I love to gamble in A Link to the Past because that's just like for me, it's it's boring if you don't. But then... Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're just like, oh, you do this. I'm skipping this. And oh, there it was the mirror whatever. So I'm I just uh, I forfeit. I forfeit and I leave and I go do something else. I don't want to. I don't care. I, that's it. If I'm in a tournament, I have no choice to uh, keep on. But after the race, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to do something else and just not think about it. Not 
the get it consume that's awesome advice man i really appreciate that yeah i hope uh, it can help you you i i've seen you like uh stream and sometimes you, you're not happy at all and you it, it's easy to tell <laughs> yep <laughs> yep i wear my emotions on my sleeve that's that's just who i am and sometimes i get super tilted and super pissed uh, yeah but i've learned to let it go i think letting it go is exactly what what you got to do right like you got to find your ways of, of letting it go and just turn it off sometimes that means not finishing right yeah for me i if if i don't feel like finishing that i won't you know why why because it's just gonna be a 45 minutes like of where i'm like pissed off that mm-hmm. like and i can't let it go because i'm still playing and i'm still thinking well i just but when you i forfeit I go do something else. I go watch a, a movie or play another game or play guitar. I don't know. And it's just like, okay, my mind, it's so easy to forget about it once you're out of it. But when you're in it, that, that's where it's like impossible to escape. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome stuff, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. I, I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for inviting me. I didn't believe uh, I got the, the invite and uh, it's, it's been really fun to uh, think about uh, my past and... Uh, uh, tell a little bit more about uh, who I am and uh, I've been great to uh, listen to all these uh, stories from all these people that uh, I've known for so long but you know you're not friends with but you know who they are and so it's really a good been an incredible series and I, uh, I will listen even though I'm on a break for Rando I will keep listening what a great interview with Scary Olive great thanks to him for coming on to the show always great to do a deep dive with different members of this community and fear and scary olive had such a good conversation here there's even more content from this episode and other season three episodes available to subscribers of fear agents twitch channel at twitch.tv slash fear agent underscore all bonus content will still be released at the end of season three but subscribing will give you early access This is the last episode of 2022. The year is just about over now. Join us for the final 216 weekly of the year this Saturday, noon Eastern. Remember, no restream. We don't yet know the mode. Check out the Discord for more details. You can get the link to the Discord at 216pod.com. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. All podcasts are also available on the website, too. On Monday, we're kicking off 2023 with an episode featuring Relkin. I had the opportunity to meet Relkin at Speed Gaming Live this year. Really good guy. Can't wait to hear this interview between he and Fear Agent. Happy holidays, everybody. Not much time left in 2022. Have a happy new year. Be safe. Have fun. And, of course, Fear Get well. We hope to hear you back on the show real soon.